Hello, 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 and welcome to the Analytics Association on KCOU 88.1 FM. Jack McGrath sitting across from Adam Rose. And Adam, how is it going, my man? Got any more hellos to say? Oh, I've got a lot of hellos hello, to say. Hello, 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 hello. Goodbye. Hello? Oh, okay, goodbye. All right. Aloha, hola. Oh, Adam's leaving because I said goodbye. Don't leave, Adam, because we were just talking outside of the studio, and our buddy Hal said, it's a great day in sports. Heck yeah. And I agreed. I went as far to say it's a great week in sports. Yeah, I mean, the Chicago Sky made the WNBA Finals yesterday. That's That's exciting for the city of Chicago. city of Chicago is looking pretty good right now. Chicago White Sox, Houston Astros in a playoff game currently. Altuve at the plate, full count. Major no, league, bottom three. Major League playoffs. Thursday night football game tonight is Rams versus Seahawks. NBA preseason started this week. You've got NHL preseason, regular season starts next week. Uh, uh, USA, U.S. men's national team is on tonight. College football, Mizzou homecoming. That's another fun thing here. Cardinals-Dodgers game last night was fantastic. <laughs> Oh, but you really don't like making friends from Missouri. I don't like you. I don't like them here. I'm from the Chicago area. I'm not, I don't like them. Man. But yeah, Cardinals. Oh, they're actually showing World Series Game 6 right now in 2011 on the, on the FS1 broadcast of the White Sox game. Really? White Sox, White Sox game right now, Astros, you said, still up on oh, nothing. because You're Lance that? Lynn was pitching. Oh, interesting. Lance, that rotation for the White Sox. Would not be is not a big name rotation with Giolito, Rodon, and Lynn, but that's a scary rotation down the stretch. Those guys get hot. It's going to be scary for opposing teams. Well, let's talk about the Cardinals Dodgers game last night because I think that's the most pressing issue at the moment. Even though the White Sox are playing right now, I still want to talk about the Dodgers a little bit. Cardinals Dodgers last night. Mike Schilt. Pitchers duel. Mike Schilt is terrible for what he did that decision last night. Last night, McFarland on the mound. It's looking pretty good for the St. Louis Cardinals. Almost gives up a walk-off to Albert Pujols. Almost gives up a walk-off to Albert Pujols. You see two hard-hit balls, uh, which are a little bit scary to center field. Harrison Bader, though, tracks him down, makes the play. And then he walks a guy. Brings up Taylor. Taylor at the plate. You got a couple decisions. You roll with McFarland, who isn't necessarily hitting his spots, but he wasn't missing too badly either. He also... Taylor hits lefties well. Taylor hits lefties. Very well. And he's also been struggling in general. Exactly. And Schilt makes the move to go to Altraeus, who has not had the best second half of the year after an all-star first half of the season. He's really fallen off the cliff. He lost the closer role. What were you saying, Adam? Yes, he was taking away the closer role. And he's not the best pitcher in that bullpen anymore. Jack Flaherty was on the resume for available. Well, yeah, you're really gonna put Jack Flaherty in. Yes, because he's out of the bullpen. They're not using him out of the. They're not using him as a well, starter. I know they've announced that. But I don't know if he was tuned up yet, ready to go. I know they were using him out of the bullpen, and it's Jack Flaherty, and he was pitching well going in. But is that the spot you want to put him yes. in over Reyes? Yes. I don't care where you need it. I don't care. I don't care. You got to put your. If you need to. If you need to. Keep a game, keep your season alive. You put in your best pitcher if you have to do it. Well, long story it's a do or die game. Long story short, Taylor goes deep, hits a home run, walk off home run, uh-huh. and the Los Angeles Dodgers advance to the National League Divisional Series. Where guess what? The they first get the time San ever, Fr- they get the San Francisco Giants, and the San Francisco Giants 
for winning over their reward for winning over 105 games is they get to play another team who's won 105 games. 106, actually. Exactly. 106 to 107 is the most wins combined by two teams in a postseason series. Ridiculous. It's the first time these two teams have ever played in the postseason, which is insane because. Which makes sense because the wild in the divisional series it used to be that if the wild card opponent was from the same division as you. Then you'd switch the matchups and you wouldn't play them in the first round. Which even honestly, the, even in twelve I think you and fourteen, bring that back. even in twelve and fourteen, I think you Wait, should bring that back. Bring what? Where the National League Divisional Series? If you win your division, you if the wild card team, the wild card winner, is from the same division as you, you don't play them in the first round. That's not right. That's what it was for the longest of times. If you were the ones, what? That, yeah, no, I don't. Before they brought in the wild card game, that's how the rule was set up. So you wouldn't have divisional opponents playing each other in the first round. They'd flip That's it. That's dumb. Which, well, if you look at what's happened this year, is it really that dumb? Because now you have the best team in the league going up against the second-best team in the league in the first round of the playoffs. Well, the other team should have. I, I don't think it matters. I do. I, I, well, seeding-wise, I mean, look at the Giants. The Giants win 107 games this season, and they should be playing the lowest seed. The NFL mixes it back up after each round. Why wouldn't the Major League Baseball do the same thing? I, I think it makes too much sense at this point. I don't know. I favor the NFL playoffs and that the reseeding of what it is how it basically goes in the second round of the playoffs for the National Football League. If you did that after the wild card game for Major League Baseball, I'm not hating that either. Especially if the two teams are from the same division. I don't know. It just it throws me off a little bit that now the Dodgers Get, get to play the Giants, and the Giants have to play the Dodgers. Now, obviously, you don't want to be in either of those teams' spots playing against the next best team in the league. But realistically, it's a punishment for the Giants that they don't deserve. They deserve to mean? play the worst. They deserve the punishment. They deserve to play the worst team in the first round of the playoffs. The worst team should have won. Well, the Dodgers won. That's what I'm saying. Okay, it's so fine. You want to be in? You got to beat the best. You have to beat the best, but that's not how playoffs I work. I, it, I, yeah, it in is. every other league, that's not how it works. Not in the NBA. Not in the NFL. Nowhere does that is that how that works. You reseed. You shouldn't have to play the one seed should not have to play what's essentially the two seed based on record in the second. Oh, I, can, I agree with that. Round. But it's not I. You should pull the, the Giants. I, I think it should be reseeded. Winner, and the Giants should I think be the, the division Braves. winner. I don't think it should actually ever be reseeded. I think it should just be seeded as the division winner should get a guaranteed playoff spot. But if your team, if the Dodgers have a more wins than one of the division winners, they should be the two seed, no matter what. Like going into the playoffs. That makes sense. I'm fine with that. I don't know that, that going into the playoffs. I don't know if they should be the two seed either, though. Well, I guess it would make sense if we're doing what I'm saying in reseeding teams. Oh. That's exactly, I guess, what I'm saying. I just, yeah, it throws me off a little bit. Not a big fan of it. All right. Moving on, we, we can recap this game a little bit. St. Louis Cardinals-wise, though, most of this lineup is returning next year. Molina's going to be back. Wainwright's going to be back. Goldschmidt's going to be back. Arenado's going to be back. The outfield should remain constant. Dangerous team for the St. Louis Cardinals next year, especially a team that got hot at the end of the season. Going into next year, they might have some fire underneath them. As long as you have a core of Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt, you're going to be dangerous. Key point's going to be the rotation. Does Flaherty return to the starting rotation? I would assume so. He's probably healthy for a full season. Can they go get somebody in free agency? Maybe. 
And if they go get somebody in free yeah, I mean, agency, they have the money. Might have the money considering they don't have to pay Arenado. Exactly. And you have the money, you can go get somebody in free agency. That could be a dangerous rotation. Cardinals sleeper for the division. Not even a sleeper. Probably they might go in as favorites for the division next season. Wouldn't be surprised if they do. Let's break down these playoff series a little bit. We'll start in the National League for Major League Baseball. So we talked a little bit about Dodgers Giants. That's going to be that's going to be a bloodbath on both sides. That's a fun series to watch. That's the two best of the best going at it. You've got the Giants and you've got the Dodgers. Something just happened in the Life Sox three game. Nothing. Three nothing. Who homer? No one homer. No one homer. Uh-oh. That's not typical. All right, three nothing Astros. What inning? Third. Third oh, inning. Early still. Never know what's going to happen, but the Astros taking early lead over the Chicago White Sox. You know what? Moncada showed to throw. Man on third, one out, and it's a ground ball. Moncada throws it to third home instead of first to get try and get the run out, but you got to throw it to first. Just get the easy out. Time. Take the easy out. So not only are the Giants and Dodgers, Dodgers might have the best assembled roster of all time, honestly. They have an all-star basically at every position. I was watching the game yesterday. Bellinger. And it's like this every single time you watch the yeah, Dodgers. Yeah, Bellinger was great. There's He's a great player, but he was awful this year. He wasn't great he this was year. He was literally one of the worst hitters in baseball this year. But you think, about what he's done in the, you think about what he's done in the past. He wasn't good last year. Year before that, though. Yeah, year before that he was the MVP, but um, like, think you about can't that. really say he was great. Their worst player year. right now in their lineup is a former MVP. Two years ago. It's not even like you're that far removed. Every single hitter in that lineup is a danger. You can't get outs against them. Albert Pujols, we just went through his stats against lefties. Albert Pujols, first off, would have been a fantastic finish had Albert Pujols hit a home run against the St. Louis Cardinals. Would have been poetic had Albert Pujols ended the game by hitting a home run against the St. Louis Cardinals. If you look at Albert Pujols against lefties, the dude is a stud. Against lefties, he's going to be their pinch hitter. And this is what you're getting from Albert Pujols as a pinch hitter. In 130 at-bats as a, this season against lefties, he has 13 home runs. That means in about 10% of his at-bats, he is hitting home runs against lefties. He's in 294 with a 336 OBP and a 939 OPS. That's scary. And he's their bench player. He's one of their last guys off the bench. He's a Hall of Famer. He's a 600 home run hitter. It's ridiculous. This team, Albert Pujols might have 700 home runs by the end of his career if he doesn't retire after this year, too. It's possible. It's 679 right now. It'd be hard. It's, it's going to be, be difficult. He has 17 this season. He'll need to have 21. 21 next year. I think he could do if it. If he plays. If he plays. And if there's a season. Yeah. Cherish it while he can. CBA agreement comes up in December. Just saying. Never know. Agreed, though, Adam. You could get to 700 home runs. Wow. That's it'll be. That's going to be an interesting chase. That's going to be fun to watch next year. Can Albert Pujols get to 700 home runs? He might retire if he wins the World Series, though. Ten-time All-Star, two-time MVP, Albert Pujols. That is, their worst, that is one of their worst bats off the bench. And they have that. Mm-hmm. The Dodgers are stacked. And then they go up against the Giants, the surprise team of the year. Who won the division because in their last 10 games, 
They went 8-2. and two. They're hot, too. It's not even like they're just winning right now. They're hot, and they've been hot the entire season. That's why they won 107 games. A 660 win percentage. How often do teams win two-thirds of their games? The answer is not often. That's going to be a fantastic series. This is going to be one of the best series, I think, five-game series-wise, that we've seen in a while. This one could be a lot of fun. On the flip side, you have the Brewers versus the Atlanta Braves. Braves have been yawning up and coming for a while, and finally they might be the veterans who are there and ready to go. Adam, what are your picks for this series? Because the Brewers' rotation has been very, very good this year. I'm assuming we're going to get Corbin Burns in game one. Yeah. He's the probable right now. Atlanta Braves, though, only 88 wins in the regular season. Played against a weak division. Two teams with under 70 losses in their division. Phillies were about 500. That was their only competition. Only beat them by six and a half games. Yeah. Braves wouldn't have even made it to the wild card game. Mm-hmm. Had they not won their division. Had they had a tougher division. Atlanta Braves. Do they have a shot in this series? They're 8-2 and two in their last 10. They heated up two at the end here. Adam, what are your thoughts? I mean, I don't. I don't think the Braves are going to win this series. I think this might be a sweep. A sweep. I know the Braves' offense has been good despite not being a having Acuna, but the Brewers' pitching staff might be the best in baseball. The best and bit better than the Dodgers. It might. I said might be. Let's compare pitching staff. Burns is going to Burns, Peralta, Woodruff. That's a three-headed monster. Yeah. So you. So your first. So let's compare rotations a little bit here, because this is going to be a pretty good series in the in the National League Championship Series if chalk plays out here. Brandon Woodruff would be a starter for the Milwaukee Brewers in that first in those first three games. This season, he has a two point five six ERA. He's only nine and ten, but in thirty starts, he has a two point five six ERA, zero point nine six walks and hits per inning pitched. Corbin Burns has been even better. He's a 2.43 ERA. In six playoff games, he's a 2.00 ERA. He's never started a playoff game. He's pitched out of the bullpen before. 28 games this season. He's 11-5. and five. Then you look at the third head of that top three, Freddie Peralta, 2.81 ERA. That's three pitchers with sub-3 ERAs. On the other end, for the Los Angeles Dodgers, Saw Max Scherzer last night. He was not happy to give up the ball. He did not want to come out of that game. I mean, I wouldn't. I'm a, Why yeah. would you? He thought he could get it done. But, hey, it worked out for him. They only gave up one run throughout the game. It's because of a Max Scherzer wild pitch. That's a stud rotation, too. Because Absolutely. they have all-stars. Walker Bueller is their other pitcher as well. Walker Bueller is a stud. Clayton Kershaw, unfortunately, is on the injured list right now. The other guy, Julio Urias. Absolute stud. 2.96 ERA. Do you know what his record this year was? I can't he won believe like 20 this games. Was. He was 20 and 3. We're not, but I don't really care because win, wins don't matter. Wins don't matter, but come on. That's so good. That's historically good. That is one of the most under the radar seasons I think we've seen in a while. 2.96 ERA. He made every start this year. 32 starts. 185 innings pitched. 
He's averaging over six innings pitch. He's averaging about six innings pitch per start. At 2.96 ERA. Man, it's unfair. Why do all these teams get these starting pitchers? Our Cubbies, Adam, don't have anybody. Walker Buehler was 16-4 and with a 2-4-7. That is going to be such a great pitcher's duel. I don't know if anybody can contain the Dodgers offense, but if any team's going to have a chance. The Cardinals almost did. Cardinals almost did, but that was one game. I'm saying in a series. In a series, if any team is going to have a chance, it's the Milwaukee Brewers. Maybe the Giants will have a fighting chance. They did win 107 games. They've been discounted all year. They're probably going to be discounted again. Dodgers, Dodgers were World Series favorites. Think about this for a second. In any typical Major League Baseball game, would you agree that it's about a 50-50% chance that you're going to win one game? Probably a little bit better for the Dodgers. I mean, their win percentage this season was about 660. So, I mean, it was just below 660. They were one game back of the Giants. I believe. So there's about a 66% chance that they're winning any given game. They played the Cardinals, who are about 500, so it's probably a little bit lower than that. The pitching matchup favored the Dodgers. But in any given game, there are about, what, 50-60% chance of winning? Who do you think going into last night before last night, with the Dodgers having about a 50-60% chance of winning against the St. Louis Cardinals, who do you think was favored to win the World Series? Favored to win the World Series before last night? Before it was the Dodgers. Last... The Dodgers still! They were in an elimination game, and they were still favored to win the World Series. Think about that for a second. Every other team was already guaranteed a spot in the National League or American League Divisional Series. The Dodgers were the the Dodgers and Cardinals were the only two teams that were not guaranteed those spots. The Cardinals had the worst odds of any team. You think the Dodgers would not be at the top, but the Dodgers had by far the best odds still to win the World Series. That is how much more talented they are than every other team via the eye test and via the analytics. Giants had a better record than them, though. So maybe that pans out. And maybe the Giants still wind up taking the series. But that team is so talented. Shifting over to the American League. Adam, I know you've been talking baseball for a while because you guys have your show. Well, you have your show with Michael before this as well where you guys talk baseball. There's now a break in between our show and, and your first show of the day. You've been talking baseball for a while, so if you want to talk football at any time, please cut me off. But it's baseball season. It's baseball postseason. Baseball season. It's the best time of year. Hey, did you know Lance Picoler's is throwing a no-hitter? No-hitter? What is it? No-hitter, no-hitter. Three and a third? No-hitter, 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 no-hitter. Oh, he's jinxing He's throwing a no-hitter. Oh, my gosh. I mean, that's pretty incredible. He's got a no-hitter through three and a third innings in a playoff game. That would be the first postseason no-hitter since, what, Ray Halliday in the— in 2010, 2011. It doesn't count if you intentionally jinx. I mean, yeah, it that's doesn't. how it works. No. Wrong, hush. No, jinxes can only. Did no. I ask? Yes. No. Nope. Well, you implied the nope. ask. Okay. Cry about it. No, no I'm, hitter. I'm crying a little bit. No hitter. No hitter. No hitter. It's happening. Three and no three. Oh, 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 oh. And there's it's the base. broken hit. up. <laughs> <laughs> it worked. It's real. Very superstitious. Now do more. Now, now, now do a couple more of those things. More of what? The previews? More of those hits. More of those hits. Oh, you want the White Sox to get some hits. Adam's a White Sox and a Cubs fan. I We've talked about this. It does not matter. <sighs> Who cares? If you're mad at that, just cry about it. And you can do it. I think it's allowed. 
I don't think it should matter. Why, why would I dislike a team in, from my own city? I don't think you have to dislike them. The issue came in for me when you referred to the White Sox as we, and then you referred to the Cubs as we in the same I own mer- in the same I breath. own. I own merchandise from both teams that I have paid for through MLB's website, which he goes has to the team. Bought his fandom. I mean, I technically it does go towards players. It does go towards the players. You're supporting the team, supporting the cause. I love both teams. I don't That's think fair. it ma- should matter. I don't That's think fair. it should matter. All right, I'll give you that. I'll allow it. You don't get the. You can't allow it or disallow it. I know. I don't have that power. You don't got the power. I'm older than you, I think, anyways, by like a few months. So. Are you really? When's your birthday? November Don't 20- say November. November 27th. Oh, yeah, I'm older than you. Wait, what? Yeah. Wait. By 12 days. Oh, you're right. It doesn't count. Don't care. Didn't hear that. It's all right, young man. It's okay. I'm taller than you, though. Go ahead and go play on the playground again. Pretty sure I'm taller Child. than you, though. How tall are you? Very tall. <laughs> Seven foot eight. Dang. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. I know. I'm going to the NBA tomorrow. Dropping out to come for the draft. Darn. Can I say, we're going to send it to a break. We're getting way off topic, and this has turned interesting. I don't like where it's going. We're going to a break. Talk more baseball when we come back. Football tonight, Seahawks versus Rams. We'll talk that, too. We're going to talk all the sports because guess what? It's a great week in sports. We talked about this at the beginning of the show. Baseball, postseason, NBA is back. NHL is back. Football games are pretty great this week. U.S. We'll be men's back. national team. U.S. men's national team is playing tonight. WNBA finals. Everything. Well, semifinals. Semifinals. Or conference finals. Conference finals. We'll be going to a break here on KCOU 88.1 FM. This is the Analytics Association. When we come back, baseball and football talk. We'll be back in just a moment. Saturday in Columbia is KCOU Sports Saturday. Tune in right here on KCOU 88.1 FM Columbia for all-day sports talk starting at 9 a.m. Cap off your Sports Saturday with coverage of Mizzou football from the student voice of the Missouri Tigers. Don't just Saturday, KCOU Sports Saturday. All across the nation, we are here for our communities. We're doing our part to get supplies where it's needed in order to fight COVID-19 together. It feels good to be out there to assist our community. I would like our friends and family to know that your National Guardsmen are always ready and always there. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Missouri Army National Guard. Aired by the Missouri Broadcasters Association and this station. Hello, this is Pierce Porterfield, and you're listening to KCOU 88.1 FM. The sound of confusion. I'm jumping in with my clothes on. Most party fouls are pretty dumb, but if you decide to drink and drive underage, you could lose your license and your freedom. Learn more at ultimatepartyfoul.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. I want my teenage son to be thinking how to deal with life's stresses and natural changes. I want to know how to talk to him about things he'll experience as he builds relationships. I want him to know I'm there for him. I just don't know how. Here is a resource that can get you started. Connect With Me activity cards have been developed to help begin the discussions. Visit health.mo.gov connect to access these free cards and other resources. A message from the Missouri Department of Health and Senior Services.
Hello and welcome back to the Analyst Association on KCU 88.1 FM. I'm Anna Bresner, across from Jack McGrath, and I'm totally not watching the White Sox game. Uh, <laughs> currently 3-0, top of the second, uh, or top of the th- fourth, sorry. White Sox have a runner on second with two outs, and Yasmani, best catcher in baseball, Grandal, is at the plate. Best catcher in baseball? Yeah, you heard me. Salvador Perez? Salvador Perez can't defend. Okay. Salvador Perez couldn't, um, what's the word? Salvador Perez can't defend at all. Man, I hope the Astros lose so badly. I don't even. It's very rarely that I do too because I love the White Sox. Go White Sox against the team. I mean, you the were, Astros. I was rooting it. hardcore against the Cardinals last night. I didn't really care who won that game. Honestly. Imagine not rooting against your rival. Yeah, but I also don't like the. Dodgers. I knew people rooting. I knew Cubs fans rooting for the Cardinals. Can't stand. That's, a knock. That's wrong. Like if you're rooting it's not for your, wrong. it's just no. It doesn't feel. It's not feels wrong to I, me. The Dodgers Maybe it's not are wrong, such, but it feels wrong. The Dodgers were such heavy favorites that you got to root for the underdog. Not if it's your rival. Would you root for the Packers if they were an under heavy it's underdog? Different. It's different. No, it's not. Packers haven't been heavy underdogs in a while. What if they different. were heavy underdogs? Depends who they're playing. You would you you would root for the Generally, Packers I, as, a, as a Bears fan. You would root for the Packers if they were heavy underdogs. Depends. You're insane. Depends on the situation. You're sick. Baseball is different. What's wrong than football with you? Too. Baseball is different. What's wrong than football. with you? Baseball is different. What's wrong with you? Than football. Are you okay, Jack? I'm okay. No, I don't think so. I'm not sure. We're not sure. I don't think anybody's ever sure. And we've got some weird, some top. And I've been saying some weird things today. I don't even know what's going on, man. <laughs> All right. Anyway. We're good, though. We're going to be talking some baseball. So, so fo- well, let's talk about the Rams. Oh, uh, we're going to talk football. Seahawks. All right. Rams-Seahawks is going to be a great game. Now, I will be watching the U.S. men's national team, but I will be paying attention to the game cast for the Rams-Seahawks game. I, that's going to be a heck, heck of a game. Huge game. Huge game in the NFC West. This division is so stacked. Every game is going to mean so much. Of all so the undefeated much. teams in that division, I did not think the Cardinals would be the one. Really? I thought it would be the Rams. I mean, I think the Rams, too. Rams are stacked. Last week was they were off. They weren't the same Rams team that we saw. They finally looked mortal. I mean, they haven't looked mortal all season. They've looked unbeatable. They've looked invincible. Well, they're not invincible. No team's invincible, I guess, any given Sunday. And this game is going to be huge. Any given Thursday. Any given Thursday. Cardinals, 4-0. Rams, 3-1. Then you've got the other two teams, the Seahawks and the Niners, sitting at 2-2. Two two. Niners are in a predicament. They lost two in a row, and now Jimmy Garoppolo's hurt. It's going to be the Trey Lance show. Let's see what happens with Trey Lance and the 49ers. Right now, Trey Lance is supposed to play on Sunday. I mean, he's he's pretty good. That's what we're thinking. Trey Lance is going to be playing on Sunday. Still, it could be Jimmy Garoppolo. We'll see what happens. Jimmy Garoppolo didn't practice today, though. So, we'll see. Trey Lance ran for 41 yards already on seven carries last week and a half of football. The dude is a monster on his feet. But Rams, Seahawks. This is big. You need to get the Rams their second loss if you're the Seattle Seahawks. You got the best player in football on you that other side. the best player side. in football, and the Rams are tough. They're not going to lose very many games this year. Especially not. Where is the game? I actually forgot. The game, I believe, tonight is, I believe it's in it's in Seattle. Yeah, that's correct. It's okay. in Seattle today. No, we don't have to worry about lightning delays. No. Okay, okay. Uh, okay. I want to discuss that quickly. I get it. They have openings on the side. Why? Why would you build a domed indoor stadium? 
with openings on the side. How like when they when they originally said there was a lightning delay, and I'm like, it's in L A. It's in L A. How do you have a lightning delay? It's an indoor stadium, and someone's like, oh, their sides are open. I'm like, isn't the point of building an indoor stadium to make sure you don't have weather delays? Kind of, yeah. Right? Am I well, right? In football, there's not very many weather delays ever. Right? Have you ever seen a, a lightning delay for an indoor stadium ever? Anywhere? No. But you never see a rain delay. Straight up rain delay. And you never see a snowy game. I'm sorry. In LA, stupid. I guess you're not seeing many snowy games either. But at least it's not raining. At least the sun's not beating down. I think that was more the goal when they built the indoor stadium there. They weren't impacting a whole lot of lightning delays. Know what I'm saying? But maybe they were. I don't know. It didn't bother me that much. It's okay. I was actually late watching the game, so I actually liked that it was delayed because then I got to watch more of the game. Leave that for another day, though. Just worked out for me, so we're okay. We're okay with it. Didn't work out for everybody else. Uh, let, let's keep talking this football game, though. What are your thoughts on tonight? Who who do you have won in this game? Because Rams aren't going to lose a whole lot of the games. If you're the Seahawks and you lose this game, you're two and a half going into the weekend down of the Arizona Cardinals, and you're two games back already of the Los Angeles Rams. If you go two back of the Los Angeles Rams, and you're two and three if you're the Seattle Seahawks, and you can kiss the division goodbye. You're not winning the division anymore. You're fighting for a wild card. And maybe they're already in that mindset. Maybe they should already be fighting for the wild card. There's an extra wild card spot again this year. Yeah, I mean, that's going to stay. It's going to stay. So I guess it's not even an extra wild card spot anymore. There's another wild card spot than what there used to be. There's seven wild card spots. So, three teams from that division can make the playoffs. You're going to have to go at least 500 in the division if you really want a shot at that. This is a huge game. Huge game for the Seattle Seahawks. I'm going to say it. Don't really want to overreact in the fifth game of the season. But this could be a season-defining game for the Seahawks. If they get obliterated tonight, they lose a close game. Okay, they lost a close game. It happens. It's going to happen in the NFC West. They go out and they get obliterated tonight. That's a terrible look. That's going to be, that's going to crush their spirits. If they go out there and they win this game, it changes the outlook for their chances at the division for the rest of the year. I don't want to overstate the importance of this game for the Seahawks tonight, but if you look mathematically and you look at that division and you look at the schedules coming up, this game's huge. Yeah, it's enormous. It, it's really, really important for the Seattle Seahawks to jump out to a win tonight. Rams are favorited. They should be. Rams are a great team. They're studs. They looked human last week. But it's the Los Angeles Rams. Cooper Cup's still been great. Tyler Higby's been great. They have so many weapons. Deshaun Jackson is coming out of nowhere. And then Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford. That defense is studly. So let's see how it goes. Chris Carson might be out for the Seahawks. He's questionable going into today with a neck injury. That's another big factor. Chris Carson's a very talented back. Look out for Alex Collins. We were just talking with Hal outside. Daily fantasy-wise, Alex Collins might be a sneaky play this week if Chris Carson can't play, but it's against the Rams. So what's he really going to do? Tough run defense, tough pass defense, tough everything defense. Good luck, Seattle Seahawks. You need it tonight, and you need the win. The Sea Chickens. That's what one of my teachers used to say. The Sea Chickens? I don't remember why they don't like the Seahawks, but they used to call them the Sea Chickens. Oof. Better not come out like chickens today against that Rams front because they need the win. 
Adam, any other notes on this Thursday night game before we move back to baseball? Well, I mean, we can go on to other football news. Other football news? Like Justin, Justin Fields? Fields is going to be the starter, finally. We were on the same page there. Justin Fields is the starter. Hey, and you know what? He didn't want to go out and celebrate. You know why? He wanted to stay home, get work done, watch film with yeah. his nice little pupper. I was going to say that. Did you see that? What the headline awesome. was with the story? It said his parents wanted to take him out for dinner, and he instead said, I'm going to stay home and watch film. I don't want to sound like a guy who doesn't want Justin Fields to watch a lot of film or succeed. But Justin, it's a huge career accomplishment, man. Well, maybe Go he, eat dinner with your parents. Well, maybe that he didn't I don't know, it's a total assumption and guess, but I mean, maybe he didn't want people to know yet. Maybe I mean, if he's going out celebrating, I mean, people are going to be like, "Oh, eating dinner with your parents is celebrating?" Yeah, that was the point. Well, That's the point was a celebration. Who cares? You know are you, what? Are is, you going to be Justin Fields? Are we going to complain that the quarterback of the Bears is finally competent and wants to get better instead no, of turning I'm off not the TVs? Co- I'm not complaining about instead, it. I'm just saying. And turn off the TVs in the in the tra- practice facility because he's a because ch- he's a uh because he's too soft. And afraid of what the people are going to say about his play. Maybe that's why Aaron Rodgers doesn't speak to his family. He's working too hard. I have no that's idea. Why he doesn't what have that's, that's with a, his family? Um, that's a weird t- situation. I have no idea, and I'm not going to get into it. All right. But I'm happy. You know what? Fields wanted to be with his f- little fluffy puppy, and it's adorable. I didn't even know he had a dog. I, you I didn't was, know he had a dog. This was like a whole story. It's awesome. I I was not privy to the story about. Go look up Uno. The puppy. Look up Uno. Just Uno, 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 the, Uno, Uno the dog. Justin Fields, Uno. Justin Fields, Uno. His dog's name Uno because he's number one. In fact, I'm gonna send you it. I'll just, I'll just. Do you have Instagram on your laptop? I do. Have it. No, I don't actually. Do you? Do you not logged in? I have it on my phone. I don't have it logged in. I'm on gonna my send laptop. you. I'm gonna DM you it right now, like a photo of his dog. All right. But keep going. Adam just sent me a DM yesterday. Me and Adam talk on a regular... Me and Adam probably talk every day or close to well, every day you know, or every other day. It's because you were in the meeting. You were talking about how you needed us to like send a DM if we needed something for about something. So I decided to do it as a joke. So really Adam fun. just sends me. I'm sliding into your DMs. I'm like, thanks, Adam. That's fun. Oh. You're standing right next to me, but okay. It's funny. I was going to do it during the meeting. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Look at, look at, look, go look at, your, look, look at your DMs in Instagram. Look how cute he is. Looking at Uno the dog. So fluffy. DM from Adam Rosen. What does it say? I'm going to assume it's Uno the dog. People listening to our radio show, Adam, can't see Uno the dog. Oh. Interesting. I mean, the dog's cool. It's not the cutest dog I've ever seen. It's a nice dog, though. It's a good-looking dog. It's got the bear symbol, so we'll take it. But yes, Justin Fields is the quarterback of the Chicago Bears officially. Matt Nagy made that decision, or so we think. But yes, Justin Fields is starting. Adam, does this improve the Bears' chances for the playoffs? I think the Vegas game this weekend. I don't Las think Vegas they are going to make the, the playoffs. Bears' schedule is so tough the rest of the way. Well, I mean, it's, yeah. Las Vegas versus the Bears. This is going to be a telling game for the Chicago Bears. We were talking about this outside, too. If you are the Chicago Bears, the Bengals' win is a good win. The Rams' loss is excusable. The Browns' loss is not... It's not excusable because of the way they lost. It's not excusable because of the way they lost, but that's a team you expect to lose to. The Lions is a team you expect to win against. If you want to make the playoffs, I know Vegas has been playing really well this year, but Vegas is a great litmus test to see where you're actually at. Yeah, Because they're not in the top tier of teams. The Browns and Rams, I'd say they're both Super Bowl contenders. 
Vegas might be there. They've played great so far this season. But realistically, this Vegas team isn't yet. Maybe they will be by the end of the year. Isn't yet in that top, top tier. They played a close game against the Dolphins. They lost to the Chargers last week. The Ravens game went to overtime. They're a good team. They're probably not in the top tier. The Bears want to make the playoffs. This is a game where they're going to be able to see where they actually stand. And this is probably the first game this season where we're getting to see where the Bears actually stand. Yeah. So? I think they're an okay. I don't think they're making the playoffs. I think they can get close-ish. I do, too. Ish. Their schedule's ridiculous. The schedule going forward for the Chicago Bears, I think we talked about this last week. You get the Raiders, right? And that's a good litmus test. We're just talking about it. Packers go to Soldier Field. Bears never beat the Packers. Ever. It's like once in a blue moon that that happens recently. Then you get the Buccaneers. The Niners game on Halloween and the Steelers game, though, the two weeks after that, are looking a little more bearable, like the pun there, for the Chicago Bears. Steelers, Big Ben's not been great. Steelers have not played well. 49ers don't have Jimmy Garoppolo. Trey Lance is a wild card. Those games used to be, in my book, losses. I don't think they're losses anymore for the Chicago Bears. Oh, the Steelers. I think they're tossings. Steelers are not good. I think they're Defense both is good. tossings. Ben Roethlisberger's really bad, though, and they're not going to bench him. Cause I mean, literally a week ago, I would have said those are for sure losses for the Bears. I wouldn't have. Not anymore. Even I wouldn't have. Really? Especially not the Steelers one. I never believed in Ben going into this year. He's old, bad. Then you go Ravens, Lions, Cardinals. Ravens is a good. Ravens will be an interesting matchup. Can the run defense hold up against Lamar Jackson and the rest of that team? For the Bears, defense has played well. Robert Quinn's back. Monster of the Midway's back. Lions, Cardinals, Packers, Vikings, Seahawks. You guys still think they got a shot? You have to go. We talked about this yesterday, Adam. You have to go nine and eight to make the playoffs at this point. Seventeen game season, extra playoff spot. If you're a game over five hundred, you're probably going to get in in that last wild card spot. There's a potential for nine wins. There's seven more wins here, I think, on the board for the Bears that they can grab. They're there. I see them. Will they perform? They can snag this Raiders one in Vegas. It's going to be huge. It's going to turn the tide. It's a big game for the Bears. Honestly, I think Seahawks and Bears have two of the big— I mean, two and two teams. I mean, obviously, one and three teams are in pretty dire situations. You can't fall to one and four. Teams with no wins, <laughs> Jacksonville, oh my gosh, that's going to be a bad situation, are also not go- can't afford to lose this if they want a shot at the playoffs. Most of them don't have a shot at the playoffs anyways, especially if you're starting 0-4. But 2-2 two and two teams, this is their turning point already. Yeah, I agree. So you look at teams like the Bears, you look at teams like the Seahawks, you start to think, all right, this is this is where you really prove yourself when you're playing against other teams that are going to make the playoffs and be in the same hunts as you. Bears are having somebody similar from the opposite conference. Seahawks have their interdivisional opponent. You can look at Washington, too, this week. Washington probably needs a win against the Saints, who are another 2-2 two and two team. One of those teams is going to be below 500. It's another huge game. That Those are the three games I'm really actually looking at this week. Saints and Washington. I hate watching Washington, and I hate watching New Orleans this year. I find them just both so boring to watch based on how they play. But that's a huge game. That's a game to watch this week. This Thursday night game, game to watch. I think the Bears game is the other game to watch this week. The rest of the games, obviously, it's NFL football. They're great. But if we're talking about playoffs already, 
That's where your eyes have to go. Titans are one to watch, too. Their division is so easy, but they're only 2-2, two and two, and everybody's hurt. Except for Derrick Henry, but that's all you need. What happened in the Sox game, Adam? You're giving me the... Uh, it's 5 nothing. They're getting crushed. Get Lynn out of there now. They're Tony! Crushed! Tony, get your get your old self up. Go. Can't waste the ball. Get out of the dugout not and go. The Take him out. I don't care. He's giving up five runs in four innings. He has 76 pitches. Get him out. No, no sorry. Three and two-thirds. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that's what we got in terms of NFL football this week. Anything else you want to hit on before we head back to baseball? Well, Falcons don't have any wide receivers against the oh, Jets. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're in a big issue. That's a big issue right now. Calvin Ridley and Russell Gage are out. Yikes. Thank you. He's coming to take Lynn out now, finally. Falcons are 1-3 oh this year. They're not winning their division in the NFC South. Panthers look legit. They've only given up 66 points all year. Through four games, 66 points. That is by far the lowest in the NFC. It's impressive. Very, very impressive for the Panthers. Buccaneers 3-1 and one in that division. Saints 2-2. Two and two. Falcons 1-3. and three. They play the Jets. That game's in London, too, right? Why? Okay. I talked about this earlier in the, in the outside there, outside the studio. The NFL wants to promote the game, right? So in Europe, the right? Jets so they send the, the most unwatchable bad teams to London. Why? Falcons are still fun to watch. They're bad. Fredly engaged. Would you wake up at 9 a.m. to watch the Atlanta Falcons? No. Would you wake up at 9 a.m. to watch the New York Jets? No. <laughs> Would you no. wake up at any time to watch the Jacksonville Jaguars? No. Who are the Jaguars playing in London? I don't know. It's the Jaguars. I don't even care. Jaguars are... Sh- oh, my goodness. Urban Meyer, what's going to happen to him? He has lost that locker room. I mean, it never made sense. All right, let's see. Would you wake up at 9 a.m.? To watch the Dolphins Jaguars? No. On a Sunday? No. I wouldn't. Maybe nine. Nine a.m. is not too bad. On I like s- that because then right when I wake up, right when I wake up, I have football on. on a weekend. Would you wake up at nine a.m. to watch the Jacksonville Jaguars on that a weekend? That would not be the reason I wake up. No, I'm probably up by then anyways. Honestly, I am at two actually. I'm actually getting up at decent times uh, now. On the weekend when I'm when I'm trying to sleep in, I'll be up at nine nine thirty. So I'd be up around then. Which makes sense. I'm still it's nice. You have football when you wake up in the morning. And you don't really care if you miss a little bit of it. If you want to go eat breakfast or something like that, because it's the Jaguars. They're no good. Man, the J they are so brutal this year. Poor Trevor Lawrence. Poor Herman Meyer. He has no roster and he doesn't know how to use his Why the are we saying that poor he Urban Meyer? He probably doesn't even deserve that. You're right. He did it to himself. Should take the USC job and get out of there as soon as he can. Man, oh man, not good for him. Still five or nothing in the Astro Sox game. Let's talk about the American League. We haven't talked about the Red Sox and the Yankees at all. Ha 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 ha! Red Sox win. Red Sox won. Poor Stanton, he got robbed. Kyle Schwarber has Garrett Cole's number, especially in the wild card game. Yeah. You know what he did six years ago today? He hit a ball in the Allegheny River off of Garrett Cole in the ball wild card ball. game against the Pittsburgh Pirates when the Cubs won four nothing in that series. The that great Schwarbino. Uh, my my voice is gone now because you're yelling so much. About. No, because I said that so quickly. Oh, <sighs> we're good. All right, there we go. But yeah, Kyle Schwarber was on a tear again. Anthony Rizzo homer too. Good day for the C- former Cubbies in that game. 
Red Sox might be a sleeper of the playoffs here. That'll be a good series as well against the Tampa Bay Rays. Once again, interdivisional opponents playing each other in the first round of the playoffs. That's something you used to see, but hey, you're seeing it now. Seen it for a, a bit now. It's been going on a while. I don't know why this is just becoming an issue for me now. It's specifically an issue because of the Giants-Dodgers series for me. Uh, but that's something you usually see. All right. Anything else you got here, Adam, speaking on this series? Because I have some questions about the game last night for you. I think we disagree on this. This strike zone box. I don't mind it not wasn't being there. there. What I do it was mind not on the broadcast. is that the velocity is not there. I, I wanted to see the velocity, too. I want to go see it. Velocity also helps you identify pitches. Like, I was doing a pretty good job yesterday watching the game of being able to see it when it was a cut or when it was a slider. I love not having the strike zone box there, though. I think, honestly, I would get rid of the strike zone box if I was. Well, the way they do it is I believe they do it. They base it off close to what, like, off the last 10 games for each hitter or something. Really? I didn't know that. Interesting. I I wasn't aware of how they made the strike zone box. I'm just not a fan of it overall. I think it distracts a little bit. I like it in the replay. I love it in the replay. They put it in the replay. I'm like, okay, that was a close call. Otherwise, you can tell, though. You don't need it. You see whether it was a ball or strike from the umpire. Maybe it's the traditionalist in me, but that worked last night. I thought it made the game more enjoyable. I get that. That's fair. I was watching the game. I was able to see it with my own eyes. The strike zone box, a lot, is wrong still. It's not the best. It's not the most accurate system. It just makes you, it turns the focus of the game away from the calls and to the umpires. Away from the game and to the calls and the umpires. Whenever you're shifting the focus of the game to the umpires, it's probably not the best thing in the world. At this point, if you're not going to put in robot umpires, why are you shifting the focus of the game to the umpires? That's no fun. That's not baseball. Baseball's hitting home runs. Baseball's hitting singles and hitting doubles. Dingers. Baseball's getting on base. Speaking of dingers, the White Sox need one right here really badly. Baseball's striking people out and big strikeout calls from the umpires. Get rid of the strike zone boxes. We don't need them anymore. They're useless until there's robot umpires. I don't want the strike zone boxes on the broadcast. It's just a personal opinion. That's fair. Maybe it's crazy, but I I think think it takes away. Why is the focus on the umpires? I kind of agree now. Honestly, that's my thing. We do applaud umpires for having good games, but to me, I get I, I I get why we do that because I feel like my thing is why are we applauding them when they have great games? They should be having good games. Yeah, they should. That's but how also, it works. I kind of don't want the robotic strike sound. I don't. It takes an element away from the game, and it well the reason it does, it's not there yet is because it's not entirely accurate. I mean, we see that on the broadcast still. They're not 100 all the time. It's the fact that I kind of like the anger and emotion you get yeah. from when a um, misses a call. I mean, it's human. I was just reading about Carlos Zambrano. I was doing some digging. Uh, and Carlos Zambrano, it's so funny to he- read about him and just explore, like, his timelines. Because every other big moment in his career is, like, an ejection or him throwing his glove or something like that. Or when he flipped the Gatorade cooler after getting upset with Derek Lee. He got upset at umpires. And He's my favorite pitcher. He's one of my people favorite players of all it. time. He was fun. I have a Zambrano jersey. Is he still one of the best hitting pitchers of all time? He, is, that he might be. Well, not, 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 not anymore because Shohei Otani. Not, not counting Shohei. Don't count him. I think you got to count him. That's what he is. 
he's a unicorn, I guess. He's his own thing. Adam, any final notes on the Major League Baseball playoffs? Let's hear it now, now that we have the wild card Giants. set. World Series predictions, let's go. I'm still taking Giants White Sox. I said that earlier on the on my other show. I'm not going to stop. Not going to change it no matter what. I like it. I'm going to go Dodgers Red Sox. I like the Red Sox. I think the Red Sox are sleeping. People are sleeping on the Red Sox. The lineup looks dangerous right now. Kyle Schwarber's a playoff player. He's back in the playoffs. This team could be dangerous down the stretch. Wouldn't be surprised if they get hot. It's it's not about who you play. It's about when you play them. Dodgers and Red Sox are both playing well right now. Wouldn't be surprised if they both get to the World Series. All right. I think that's going to do it for us here, Adam. I agree. All right. Sweet. That's going to be just about it here on the Analytics Association on KCOU 88.1 FM. I'm Jay McGrath sitting across from Adam Rosen. We are on every Thursday from 4 to 5 p.m. We'll be back next week. Once again, this has been the Analytics Association on KCOU 88.1 FM. Jay McGrath with Adam Rosen. And thank you for listening. C'est la fin. 